Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to cover another fruit that comes out of the fruit of the spirit. And that fruit is called joy. So let's go ahead and define it. Joy means a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 4, which says, Great is my boldness of speech toward you. Great is my glorying of you. I am filled with comfort. I am exceeding joyful in all our tribulation. And again, that's 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 4. Now, I know I shared with you God's seed of survival of joy in chapter 7 when dealing with the seeds and roots of bitterness. I shared with you that joy is the seed that will conquer and uproot that destruction from bitterness. And I also shared what took place with Haman's bitterness against Mordecai and the Jews and how God placed Esther into the kingdom to save her people. Now, I also share that Mordecai and Esther trusted God completely and continued to fast and pray as Haman was devising his plan to destroy them. Now, I'm actually going to go deeper with the fruit of joy today as I share how you operate in it more from the Holy Spirit. Many times, People get happiness and joy confused, and they sometimes use them interchangeably, as if they are the same, even though there are specific distinctions between the two. Now, happiness comes from things and people, and it's the things that they do or that are given to you to make you happy. So, for instance, a nice meal, a new outfit, a trip out of town, a gift, and many other things can make you feel happy and have a feeling of enjoyment. Now, joy is very different in that it is something that only God can give you. God can give you an unspeakable joy that gives you just that total fulfillment whether something good or bad happened in your life. Now, it may seem strange to have joy when you are in the midst of stress and turmoil, but that is how the Holy Spirit works inside of you. Because of the relationship you have with Jesus, you know that everything will be okay in spite of what it may look like on the surface. Now, let me add, it is not that you are in denial of what is going on in front of you or that you even minimize it. You have just acknowledged that you know who is in control and he will always work it out for your good and his glory. Now, James chapter 1, verses 2 through 3 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. 
And again, that's James chapter 1, verses 2 through 3. It is this trust that you have in God that keeps you grounded and at peace with all the things that you may be faced with. The feeling of joy acts as a catalyst to keep you going, regardless of what is happening in your life. When you allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life, you completely surrender to Him. Now, in the past, you always allowed your emotions to get the best of you, and you reacted from the hurt and the pain and maybe the stress and pressure that you were feeling. You could never let go completely of the situation. So you would allow yourself to keep feeling all the things that were going on in your life. As you know, the enemy was also happy that your life was chaotic. And if you continue to operate in it, he added more things to your plate so that you could eventually fall into a destructive pattern. However, when the Holy Spirit started reigning in your life, you had to give up your level of control in order for him to work. You had to willfully decide that you would turn over everything to God so that he could handle it in the way that he best saw fit for your life. Now, relinquishing this power may be uncomfortable in the beginning, especially when you are used to being in total control but it does become necessary for him to work the way he needs to. You will start to see that letting go of the situation gives you not only the peace of mind that you want, but it also gives you strength in the midst of the turmoil. You suddenly recognize that you can make it and that you are not as vulnerable and unstable as you thought you were. Now, Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, and I'm actually um, referring to the second part of that scripture. It says, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, as time goes on, you see that you rely solely on God's strength and not on yourself. You seek him in everything you do. When things start to fall apart or if something just goes wrong, you immediately give it to God and you don't worry about it because you know that God is in control and he is going to work it out. You have now let go of everything and you trust him to do what he needs to do while also counseling you on the direction that you need to go in. What you have noticed is that you had to remove all the distractions that were in your life. Even if people meant well, it caused you to operate in your flesh as a result. Sometimes things became more stressful than what they needed to because so many people had different opinions and viewpoints which caused you to be in disarray. Once you removed those narratives and allowed yourself to only listen to the voice of God, God allowed you to experience His joy and in essence, he brought a level of structure and balance to your life. Because of this peace that you now have, you are able to experience his joy more fully. And it also causes you to praise and worship and just rejoice in everything that is going on in your life. Now that you are experiencing it, how would you describe a real feeling of joy now? 
How do you know when you have experienced God's joy instead of happiness? Is the emotion similar? Or is it really an overwhelming feeling that is unspeakable? Now, on pages 497 and through 498 in the book, I share with you five different scenarios that I will ask you to determine if you are experiencing joy in it or if you are experiencing happiness. Now, I'm just going to share a couple of them now and let you be the judge. So the first one that I'm going to share, it says, you have had several financial strains that have come upon you and you don't know how you are going to make it through. However, regardless of how minimal the amount of money you possess, you still can praise the name of the Lord just because of his grace and mercy for always making ends meet and providing for you in your time of need. And then the second scenario is, you look for ways to bless someone else. God places on your heart to give your time to teach others how to read. Seeing the accomplishments that they have made excites you within. Is it just a feeling of happiness? Or do you feel joy for being used by God as a part of his plan for their life? And then the last one I'm going to share is, you have prayed for a miracle of healing to happen in your life. You have complete joy and praise about the healing before the healing has actually taken place. Even if the healing doesn't take place immediately or at all, you have joy because you know God is able to do it. However, God does give you a miraculous healing and it is at that point that you confirm that only he can do the impossible. Is that considered unspeakable joy? Now, to some people, it may seem as if things are the same in trying to distinguish between happiness and joy. But when God is in the picture, you will understand that that feeling is much deeper. Many times, you can't even express what you are feeling because the feeling is just so powerful. When you have those moments, you can be sure you are having joy. As you look in today's society, I often wonder how much joy people are feeling or expressing to God. Because you hear and even often see with your eyes the constant desire to acquire things, when people achieve them, they are happy. And when people don't get what they want, they are not only disappointed, but some people can even be just rude or hostile or hateful or sometimes even destructive. With that being said, I would suspect that God is not in the picture. Now granted, I have even heard some people bring God into situations that even still show destructive behaviors being displayed. And then it starts to just make me wonder, okay, are we serving the same God here? And where in scripture did God tell you to display that type of behavior to others? Now, let me add, I'm not being judgmental, <laughs> but because the Holy Spirit is always with you, if you are speaking with him, can you honestly say that he is telling you to show those types of characteristics? Because they are opposite of who he is. 
especially if you really are representing him. Now, if he didn't show that when he was on the cross being crucified, and Jesus definitely had a right to do so, I don't believe he is telling you to show a negative behavior to others right now either. What makes joy so powerful is the connection that you feel to the Holy Spirit residing in you. As you commune with Christ and study the Word of God, your cup really does run over with the feelings that you have. At times, it is so hard to even contain them, and not that you should. You should always allow your feelings of joy to be expressed. He wants you to praise and worship Him for who He is, regardless if He does something for you or not. His existence to you and the personal relationship that you continue to build should provide you with the joy that you are experiencing. The gift of Jesus to a sinful world and people are more than enough to have joy in your heart. To know that you are forgiven, that you are loved, that you are blessed and highly favored are more than enough characteristics to want to keep you expressing your joy to the Lord through praise and worship. Even when you are in your darkest of days and you don't know what to do, those are the times to keep trusting and believing in God. Also, those are the times to keep learning all the teachings that Jesus taught on the earth and keep allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Now, Psalm chapter 30, verse 5 says, For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And again, that's Psalm 30, verse 5. And I know many of you have heard, especially the second part of that. This is the hope and the faith and trust that we as Christians hold on to. We know joy comes in the morning, and we keep leaning on Him to get through the night of despair and struggle. Yes, it may be a rough night, but it will be a glorious morning to wake up to Him. We just have to continue to keep trusting Him and holding on to Him. But regardless of what we see in our lives, we should still always have joy and be thankful for who he is, to just praise and worship him. I see I have run out of time, so please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real-life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.